Just do a couple of openings. Let's do a couple of openings. <clears throat> you do it. Well, you better say something. Okay. Mm. Well, I think you should say, uh, welcome to Ricky Gervais, uh, Ricky Gervais show on uh, or whatever podcast. I'm not on this, am I? Yeah. What am I doing here? Well, just saying hello. Hello? No, let me, let us do the introductions. We're doing two introductions <laughs> in <laughs> the two shows. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> the Ricky Gervais show on Guardian Unlimited. Right, welcome again to the Ricky Gervais show on, uh, on this uh, Guardian podcast with me, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, and hello of course, there. hello there, <laughs> thanks, and of course our uh, our producer Carl Pilkington. All right, Carl, can I ask you a question? Go on. I know this is what a lot of the fans are already wondering: Is there going to be some monkey news today? There's got to be. Of course there is. Yeah, yeah. That's All right. Question. Well, I don't want. I, I'm worried because maybe this will steal your thunder. But uh, Sarah Greer has emailed this in uh, uh, once again. Emailed to podcast at rickygervais.com chimp mauling under investigation I know oh. you're concerned because this actually fuses two of our greatest features monkey news and knob news oh. into just one into one seamless hole oh. investigators said they are trying to figure out how two chimpanzees that viciously attacked a visitor at an animal sanctuary escaped from their cage this is the grim bit the chimps chewed off a man's nose and severely mauled his genitals and limbs why mm. did they go for his genitals both of them did as well eh both of them. Did you say two chimps? Uh, no, you're right. Yeah, it was chimpanzees too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. See, both of them went. They just saw it there, dangling away, and they. Uh, uh, they you just go went, for the nose. Yeah. Uh, 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 mm. I go for his bollocks. Uh, 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 uh. what, what accent have they got there? I don't chimps? know. Were they kind of New York gangster <laughs> chimps? They're like <laughs> soprano <laughs> chimps. <laughs> <laughs> what What happened to them anyway? What happened to what? The two guilty monkeys. Um, well, unfortunately, they were shot dead by the authorities. You see, oh. that, that annoys me a bit. I know, well, again... What are you talking about? They're attacking people's gonads! I know, but they were happy in an African jungle a couple of years ago. That's what yeah, they do, the- isn't it? That is what they do. They, that's, what, that's what animals do. Animals fight. Do you remember when that um, bloke... So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to let them just wander off into the, into the I don't know, into the local mall and maybe savage some young children? Or a bucket with a face no, paint I, on I'm it? Not. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is, you don't shoot them for doing what's natural to them. They yes, didn't you wanna... do. Why? If you... anything attacks anyone's balls no, and but why well, you well, but No, no, maybe they were shot during it. You're allowed to shoot something that's doing something. But if they... Were they executed or were they shot in the attack? No, it says he shot them... Well, he shot them to death. I'm assuming he so shot them to death as they were legging it off. But why aren't they just sort of tranquilised? Where was Why this? Why am was I being accused like it was my fault? Just because I happen to be reading Sarah Greer who emailed it into the one who should be getting a volunteer. It just annoys me how one way it's kind of like, you know, we're trying to save the pandas and then the next day someone's shooting them or whatever. I know it's not a panda, but all I'm saying so is it's double standard. So therefore whole argument falls apart, but go on. No, but, it, but what I'm saying is what would happen? I've, I've talked about this before about St. George killed the last dragon. Right? Right, it didn't exist. It's the same thing, though. <laughs> no, no, there was, there's never been any dragons. No, it's a mythical creature. Well, you don't By know mythical, that. it means we made this up, like the unicorn. Mm, well, I, I... I don't even... What was your point about the dragon? What's that got to do with because this? Because I'm, I'm saying how, like, why is it all right to be going around, going mental with a gun, shooting all the monkeys and killing them? Because one day we're going to run out. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
are you talking about? How have you extrapolated from this one incident of a couple of, of testy, happy That's monkeys? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. One incident. They only did it once. And they've got a bullet But they're not there. shooting around and making them extinct, are they? If they carry on like that, they will be... be well, that's, it's up to the monkeys to stop attacking people's private parts. As, as a, as, as, as but that's a give and take here. No, I'm sorry. On. That monkey doesn't know why it's in a cage. It's not going, oh, this is for my own good. Mm. That, even if it's animal husbandry, they're not sitting there going, well, I'll tell you what, um... Uh, let's stay here because it's you know they're, they're trying to do, do a nice little breeding program here, or we could get out and do what we do best: run amok, eat some bollocks, <laughs> right, and have a good time, right? They don't know what they're doing. They don't. And Carl's right: the poor little bastards get a bullet in the head for what? And I'm saying if they're attacking a, a human, shoot them to stop them. That's fine, okay. But if they're running away and they're you know, don't shoot them in the back like a coward. <laughs> this or- is an animal sanctuary, though. So presumably they had quite a cushy time there because most of the ones I visited they've always got it easy. They're but hanging around on tires. They got comfy yeah. chairs. They're wanking. <laughs> <laughs> they're going berserk. They're loving it. <laughs> so uh, you know you say that, that I, I think these they, I don't know I just think they were they were there was something nasty there was something a bit warped in these monkeys. I mean, but hang on a minute you've just answered your own question there. You said they're in a sanctuary so they haven't had a good upbringing so they're going to be a bit more like madder than other monkeys aren't they? Because that's where the ill ones go isn't it? So, what do you understand by sanctuary? Well, I've been to one for seals. It's not like a borstal. <laughs> yeah, he thinks it's a borstal. He it's thinks like scum. That, yeah, yeah, that, that they did some bad stuff in the jungle. <laughs> exactly. And they had a little monkey core, and they went, <laughs> send him to borstal. Yeah. So, well, what is it then? No, it's a monkey sanctuary, where it, it, like, like a haven. Well, it's not right. a haven, is it? They've got a bullet in the head. <laughs> The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Talking of uh, eating knobs, yeah, Jilly Golden. Now she, what's she been up to? Well, you saw it in I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. I haven't been watching it. She popped a little kangaroo knob in the mouth, chewed it up. What's she just found it? Did she lie around? No, no, it was one of the things that she had to. Oh, eat. It was one of the, the, the yeah, challenges. Carol Thatcher, you know, a daughter of. Uh, one of our leaders, sure. she popped a couple of bollocks in the mouth, oh. chewed them up, swallowed them. Oh. Uh, and Jilly Goulden, there was a kangaroo uh, penis there, dried. She couldn't even get, it was so tough, she couldn't even get through it. And then she, <laughs> eventually she <laughs> eats it. What, was it like a pepperoni? Yeah. And she, what do you think of that, Carl? What, eating that sort of stuff? Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I, I watch it, I like those little trial bits, right? Yeah. But, what, what I don't think people realise is, right, it is hard eating a little kangaroo knob. Right? Really? How do you know? No, it's just, you know, you think about it and you go, oh, I couldn't do that, right? But what they never mention on the TV programme, which I think takes it to the next level, right? They're eating that at like half past seven in the morning. Sure. <laughs> right. Which For is breakfast. worse, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If 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 I was there and Ant and Dec said, right, Carl, eat the knob, I'd go, hang on a minute, <laughs> give us a few hours, let me get some rice and that on my belly. And just sort of fill me up a little bit more. I'll pop back at about half six this evening. Right. Have it ready. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be happier then. It's just it's just that thing of, you know, you, you, just, you, just, so you don't want to eat you don't eat animal genitals on an empty stomach. So what are you saying? You could... I'm, I'm, I'm saying like I, I could eat I could eat a knob at night, but 
just cut that there. We'll loop that. If any, if any, uh, DJs are listening, no. um, just take that quote, I could eat a knob at night, uh, by Carl Pilkington, no. maybe do a, a, a dance remix. Yeah, just I think maybe you're oh. sort of a house producer and you could maybe get some kind of high energy beat going and then we could oh, just send that out to some of the gay clubs. I'm yeah. sure it would be really popular. Please, please anyone, send us, you know, uh, uh that, that looped with a nice little, you know, uh, funky house beat, Carl Pilkington saying, I could eat a knob at night. No, but That's do you, the, go do you know what I mean, though? We'll buy that. Not really. Well, I, 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 d- I, okay then, right, okay. Now, you, do, I, I couldn't do it. I could, I could not do it. I couldn't pop a kangaroo testicle in my mouth and chew it. It was dis, it was disgusting to watch. She was eating witchy grubs. That, I mean, good on them because they were doing it. But then again, I think, well, they, they wanted to go in there. They knew what it, they were up for it. So on the one hand, I think, is that admirable and is that showing sort of like good British metal mm-hmm. or is it, you know, I'll do anything to get on telly for a week? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't, where, where does it stop? You know, I thought Rebecca Lose went too far when she gave the little pig a tug, but at least she knew where to stop. Yeah. She didn't, you know. Mm. Uh, uh, well, it's obvious when you have to stop. <laughs> yeah, but you the know, pig to, tells you that to, 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 to you know to pop the can. Also, again, where's the kangaroo hopping around without a cock? I tell you, here's another question, right? Bit of a spin-off with animals and that. Mm. Have you ever, right, Steve, killed a fly? Probably, yes. Right. Well, I was watching David Attenborough, <laughs> right. He makes his money out of flies and that, doesn't he? Do you think he's ever killed <laughs> one, or does he go, well, I can't kill that fly or that spider, because that's how I make me money? <laughs> I don't know what the question is. I don't know what this question is. <laughs> like, my mum, right, she said, if if a fly is knocking about the house, she never kills it, she always catches it and puts it out and that, and she said she'd never Who kill one. Who is she? Mr Miyagi? No, what do you mean she catches it? How yeah. does she catch With it? With a pair of chopsticks. <laughs> no, she- <laughs> Rick, it's that time again. It's what everyone's waiting for. Can you do the jingle for us? Oh, chimpanzee that monkey news. Right, this week, the monkey news is about, you know, we all know, like, you know, there's monkeys knocking about that aren't happy in, right, this, in yeah. this country. Sure. It is a big problem, around. yeah, it's an epidemic. So, they've, they've set up, like, this, uh, this sanctuary place. Okay. Where they all go. The ones that aren't happy in a zoo and what have you, it's getting them down. Um, they can phone a number and they'll come and pick them up. Pop them in this, this house place, right? And basically, they they can run riot in there. Yeah. They get freedom to sort of cheer themselves up. It's like, don't have a go at them. If they want to do such a thing, let them have a go. Yeah, yeah. There's three people running this place, right? And one of them... Sorry, where is this place for wayward chimps who don't like the zoo? What are you talking about? A house where they can do what they want? I'm not not sure where it is. That's not... that's, That's a surprise. But 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 there's this place anyway. I, I, it doesn't matter where it is, does it? At the end of the day, I'm just telling you what, what the problem is. We haven't got to the problem bit yet. Go on. I'm just building up to it, right? Mm. So these monkeys, big house and that, PlayStation, uh, anything they want, gym, all that lot, <laughs> gym. <laughs> so yeah. uh, anyway, I'll cut to the chase. Whatever. Mm. Uh, one of them wanted to mess about with the woman's breasts. Right? Which woman's breasts? The woman who works there. Right. Mm. Right. And um, she was like, right, pack it in, you know, we've all had a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> you've been sure. in the gym and everything. She obviously, you know, got a bit excited. He, was, a bit and that. he yeah. was fired up and that, ready yeah. for some more action and that. He's trying to have a go on, on this woman's breast, right? She was like, Have no. a go. She was like, no, you're not doing that. Pack it in and all that. The boss who's running the place was like, uh, come on, let him have a go. No, 
Right, you're talking shit. I am t- I'm telling you what, I know right. sometimes I step over the mark and they made right. up. Right, so where, where is this place where, well one, where is this house where chimps are allowed to throw one, and two, where is this place where one of the bosses, one of the human bosses, mm. suggests to the other one, oh, and if the chimp wants to play with your tits, love, let listen, the chimp play what, with his what, tits. I've said before, Rick, will you please stop interrupting me, No, but Steve's? listen, it's alright, Steve, because what I'll do, I'll bring the link and you can put the link on, on the website and people can have a look at the proper story. I'm just giving it them in the like, headline for me. They can read the full thing. No, you've only read the headline form. I haven't read it. I sort of read like, like the first. It paragraph. was probably monkey feels a right tit, and you've uh, extrapolated <laughs> all this from that. So anyway, right? So he's there, and he's, so the boss says, "Yeah, you the can have a group." Saying, yeah, the boss is saying, "Let him have a." Come group. on, Rita. If monkey wants to play it with nipples, <laughs> let him. So she's like, "I'm not happy with this," and he's going, "Come on, you know the rules here. We've got to cheer these monkeys up." <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've got this to. is absolute. We've found it. Actually, no, and and uh, in the end, because she didn't allow it to happen, the fella bloke sacked her. Got someone else in. This isn't made up. I will put the link on the website and everyone can have a look at it, but basically... I want to see the advert he put in the Guardian oh. media page. I love that. Right. Woman wanted to let Chimp feel tits whenever it wants. <laughs> well, it's all up there. You're talking absolute shit again. Well, we'll see. That is no way mm. that happened. Mm. The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Do you know the other week when, uh, came up with, like, a different idea of how we can sort of make the world run and that. Can we what? just have a quick recap of that? Because I seem to remember it was a load of old arts. It was, it was ridiculous. It was, um, he was saying that the, 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 the mm. world is overpopulated, so the system would be where people were living too long and stuff. So what happens is, people live till 78, I don't know how he can enforce uh, that, right? Yeah. But when they die, they've got a little baby in their stomach, <laughs> right. like a pip in an apple, <laughs> yeah. that then carries on when they uh, die. Right. It, it wasn't yeah. a theory, it wasn't an idea. Uh, it was the ramblings of a mental you, you're case. You're saying it's stupid, but someone's emailed in and said, oh yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, life. and did, okay, okay, I'm asking you again, was the letter written in shit? <laughs> but anyway, listen, right, I've been Did th- it say, the mental I've, home, I've been Mars? Thi- I've been thinking about it, right, and, and if we can't do that, right, if that's a no to that, right? Well, it's not, a, it's not a question of whether we yeah, can do I'm it just, or not. just saying, if, if, if that's a no, right, I've been thinking about- It is about, a no. Yeah. This no, is gonna be brilliant. No, because there's a lot of weird, I mean, You could win the Nobel Prize no, for this. But listen, there, there is a lot of ways, isn't there, in the world that some creatures and that go about sort of moving on. If you know what I mean? Evolution, you mean? Yeah, there's a lot of like on that on that David Attenborough program that he's doing at the moment. He's always showing you little insects and what they've got to do. And there was one about a wasp, right? That had to fly about, right, for ages, looking out for a certain type of spider, right? It lays its egg in the when spider. When I saw it, it whizzes down, yeah. right? It it lands on its back, so that he's got to get that right, right? It lands on it. I don't think the spider's up for anything. That isn't even aware of this is how things move about. It's not going, I've got to look out for a wasp. So <laughs> all this is like, it's got to be perfect timing. Yeah. So this wasp dived down, right, sat on the back of this spider, it injects it or something with a maggot or something, right? And then that maggot then lives off the spider for a bit. The spider knows it's got a maggot in it. No, it doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. And it's making a web for it. It goes. I've got something to look after here now. I've got. I've got. You know, responsibilities. It makes a web, <laughs> right? It sort of reverses into it and puts the maggot on the on the web. The maggot sort of clings onto the web. Spider's there. Maggot eats a spider, and then it moves on. If I came up with that idea for like a, a method, yeah. you'd say that's never going to happen. <laughs> no, never 
wake up! It's not the fact that you came up with the idea, right, for an old lady dying at 78 mm. with um, a, a baby growing in her that then lives on. It's nonsense. It's, it's no idea. It's how can it be enforced? It's like, so even if scientists thought that was the best idea in the world, how would they no, enforce no, but it? But Who's going to go, that's a good idea, we've never thought of that. Yes, but what I'm saying Get is... Get in Elsie. Who Elsie! Told, who told the wasp to look out for that spider, to go on its back, to do, you know... What do you mean who told the wasp? Before to it's you. evolution, it's natural selection. Yeah, but this, I can understand, you know, we've chatted about it before, about giraffes having a long neck, but you're talking about a wasp and a spider who... That's because as, as you're attributing um, uh, uh, thought and will behind their behaviour. Behaviour in humans is, is is linked with a free will. Yeah, but most of what we do, say like how we have a kid at the moment, you don't just jump on the back of a woman and go, there you go, love, and then a the baby pops out. You do it's, if you come you... from Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is... Right, <laughs> It's all, you, you build up to it, don't you? You have that bit of a chat and you go, all right, how's it going? Yeah, and you get on and that, and then, then a little baby will come out. This is the best. <laughs> this is the wait, best. wait, wait, wait. Well, I want to go back to the dating procedure there. <laughs> you, you have a chat, you go, all right, and then a little baby comes out. <laughs> That's extraordinary. This is amazing. No, I'm this I'll is you, incredible. I tell you, two-bit two radio's gain was was, was t secondary school's loss. It really no, was. What I'm oh. saying is... This is my first Pilgrim no. book. Unbelievable. Wow. What I mean is, it, it all we all get on. What I'm saying is, at what point is a wasp ever going to have a chat with a spider or, or meet up with it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand where we are now in this at conversation. What point? Is a wasp and ever have a chat with a spider? No. What world do you live in? What's in your head? No, but I can't believe it. Carl, uh, 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 <laughs> is a wasp ever going to have a chat with a spider? So in some kind of weird insect nightclub, these wasps and these and these maggots are meeting, they're getting no, but, on. Is that how you're imagining no, but it? that's what I'm saying to you. What no, are the odds on, on that actually listen, happening? But listen, listen. You'll think because behaviour in in lower forms of life is is purely chemical. It's it's purely it bypasses any any form of consciousness. Right? There's a um a, a parasite um that's like a, a flatworm, a, a platyhelminth, or it might be a nematode. It's yeah. it's some sort of uh, invertebrate. Sure yeah. Um, that it lays its uh, egg. The the beginning of its cycle is in a stickleback. Okay, and it literally has to change the stickleback's behaviour. Okay, because it has to get into a warm-blooded animal to complete its cycle. So what it does is, uh, this parasite makes the stickleback not flee from the shadow of a heron. So it makes the stickleback get eaten, right? So it then is in the, the belly of a warm-blooded animal and it can complete its life cycle. But at no point is the, the nematode or the platyhelminth, whatever it is, going, slow down as a heron coming, stay here, stay here, stay <laughs> here. And the stickleback going, why? <laughs> I don't want to stay as a heron. There's no, there's no conversation. It's not they get together and go, listen, I've got something that might be uh, uh, mutually beneficial to both of us. I need to get into a heron. <laughs> You like to be eaten by a heron. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, wh where's this conversation? Yes, with a you do. It's got Jedi Yes, powers. you do. No, all I'm saying is, you know, the idea that I came up with, you're sort of saying that's a crazy idea. It's not an idea. idea. It's not an idea. Say, how many times have we heard all I'm saying is, and yeah. then such a stream of nonsense yeah. that it's blown our minds? No, but, that, but that's all I'm saying. That, you know, what you've just explained there with the heron having to knock about and, and for a flea to be sat in the uh, shade and that. <laughs> now that, now that, now see that, that, 
That is incredible. <laughs> that translation of what I said is yeah. in that sums it up for me. Yeah. He sees a headline, he reads a book, it then goes through this weird filtering system with I imagine the music in his head is boop beep boom ba discordant piano. Like, a, like I think a, the noise in Carl's head is like a fax machine if you've ever got that up full volume. I think it's like a Czechoslovakian cartoon from 1963. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, right. noises like yeah. walks being hit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, right, pianos so anyway. just being hit by the elbow. He's right. the only person you can give him a, a body of information and he strips away the facts. But the that, way he said that, I talked about, um, uh, clearly talked about mm. some sort of parasite in a stickleback that makes its behaviour change so it doesn't flee the, the, the heron's mm. shadow. He said, so there's an heron with a flea who doesn't like the shade. <laughs> How did it come out? I mean, uh, It doesn't it, matter, forget that, right? But what's anyway, your theory? What's your theory? What I'm saying is I've come up with something else that I want to run by you then. Go on right? then. So you've said, you've sort of boo-booed the idea Boo-booed. Of, of, <laughs> we've boo-booed it, we have boo-booed it. <laughs> He shows a completely different bear. Yeah, it was originally yeah. Poo Poo the bear, yeah. but now it's Boo Boo the bear. Brilliant. So, so you've said no to, you know, the old woman having a kid right, yeah. before she dies. What about if we do it the other way, right? Ah, oh, go on. Somehow, I don't know how A yet. kid has an old lady? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be, isn't it? A child no. gives birth to an old man. No. <laughs> right. What, what I'm saying is, right? Go on. Work the other way round. Come on then. So if if somehow we can inject something in in like a a body that's just died, right? Listen to this. Imagine, but with a, imagine this is notes. So when they ha when he hands it into the Nobel people, yeah. and they go, if there's a way that we can inject something, they go, well, what? Well, I don't know the chemical formula, but something, something HO two. Right. So anyway, so you inject it mm. in the temple. Um, <laughs> he's narrowed it down to the temple. Well, that's, that's fine. Right. Yes, yeah. you inject so, something. So you inject it in. What? What are you? Who are you injecting? This this old woman who's who's she's been ill and that she died. So she's dead. So yeah, we're bringing you, we're yep. bringing old people back to life. Okay, fine. That's that's step one. Um, we just got to sort that out first. But fine, we'll crack that. Go on next. So we brought back we brought people back from the dead. Fine. Yeah, and but this is this is a way of. Controlling population, remember. They sure. can't be having it away and having kids. This is just the way we're going to Okay, so now. there's an old lady. So we start now. We start now as the world is now. So what happens? Right. So you get, you get like an old woman. Who's dead. Yep. Yep. Injector and that. Injector. And then, and then what happens is she sort of wakes up. Amazing. Right? And she works the other way. So like, she might be 77. Yep. And then she'll have a birthday, she's 76. And she's working that way. Right. If you know what I mean. Okay. Are you, are you with me? No, keep it. Because, because the thing is, you've got. <laughs> I, no, I'm idea. really scared. Yeah, I'm really scared. This is the maddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. This is madder than the old lady with the pit uh, like an apple in her belly. It sort of did work. This is no, it didn't work. It worked in your head. It's like a dream that you wake up and go, oh, "I've got a great theory." And this it's is like... what. This is it. Let me just tell you the, the ending because the endings works out a bit better. Go on. What I'm saying is, when you die. Mm. At the age of... 78. Nine months. What? At the age of nine months, because that's when you come out. What do you mean when you die at the age of nine months? You're not months? scared of dying, because you're now a baby, so you don't know what's going on anyway. So there's no... So you've missed out a bit here. So this woman, what, literally gets younger and younger? I think yeah. when she's in her 20s, she's in her old age, Rick. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, because that's the, that's the fun part of your life, isn't it? When you're 20, and you've got all your energy and that. So before you die, you're actually having a good life. Rather than it being the other way around. 
But does she do different stuff to, to, than, than she did on the way up? Because she's already lived 78 years, <laughs> hasn't she? Don't forget. She was a baby once and she grew to her ears. Yeah, then someone, then one st- someone stuck a needle in her head and said, right, back you go. <laughs> no, we'll forget all that bit. Oh, I'll forget all that bit. How do we forget that bit? What I'm saying so is... So she died and she doesn't remember all her, all her... This is a new life, is it? Let She's, me just leave you with this. Right. You're talking shit. Explain yourself. What I'm saying is, old people are scared of dying. When they're 77, they're going, oh, what's, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> Little injection in the head. When it's a baby, when it's like one, mm. and everybody around it's going, yeah, it's going to die soon, isn't it? Baby hasn't got a clue. It's happy. It's playing about with its r- rattle or whatever. So it loses it's all scared. its. So it loses all its memories. That's it. And then what happens? So when does it die? When it gets to naught? When it's one? When it's naught days old? It goes yeah, through. It just dies. Gets, People know it's. It's almost like a countdown. So you, the family's aware of it. But aren't the family getting younger? As well? What's happened to the family? Forget I mean, I it. Don't... Then we'll leave it as it is. No, we'll leave it as it is. Shall we? <laughs> shall we? Can we all agree on that, guys? Now, should we? Should we agree to leave it as it is? Is that all right? Because I don't want to hear any more from the diaries of Charles Manson. No, it's, it's, I mean, you're a fucking maniac. If you're a maniac and you'd like to get in touch, then please email us at podcast at rickygervais.com. Doing a bit of Christmas shopping, Rick, the other day, and I was travelling around on the, uh, on the tube, the London Underground, the subway system for our American friends. And, uh, you know, as you know, but people around the world may not be uh, so familiar, there's a, a, a recorded voice that you sometimes get on the tube that says, uh, mind the gap. Oh, yeah, before you open the door. Yeah. Mind the gap. And the reason is that sometimes in some stations there is a gap between the train and the platform, and obviously, you know, theoretically you could fall down And it's different sizes, so just that little reminder, mind the gap. You yeah. look down, it's safe. Just makes you stop. Seems to make sense. Yeah. Saw a kid, teenager, wearing a t-shirt, don't know where he bought it, it just said... <laughs> Fuck the gap. <laughs> he was tired of it. Yeah. He but, didn't want to mind the gap. But what I like is, what's he protesting about? I don't you know. know. What I mean? It's not about, it's not the police or the man keeping you down. That's just good, sensible health and safety information. That's like you saying, know? fuck looking both ways before I cross yeah. the road. Screw penicillin. <laughs> I know. Just, but, no, do you know what? I'm going to drink and I am going to use threshing machinery. <laughs> and I don't give a damn. <laughs> It's, I, lo- I love that about teenagers, that sort of, that kind of, screw you sort of mentality, but not, it's kind of blind, isn't it? It's just anything, anything's a target, anything's valid. When I, when I was a teenager, I think maybe uh, 17, I had a, a t-shirt. I was rallying against just stuff, really. It was slightly more abstract than uh, the gap. I, I, I wasn't specifically against the gap, I, it just said bullshit. <laughs> just in general, bullshit. <laughs> you, uh, were, you were raging against the machine. I was just go. yeah, people say, hey, what, what are you, I just open my, I know, bullshit, <laughs> alright? Just bullshit. <laughs> but I, I assume that these forms of protest have never made any dent in anything in the world. Because yeah. I, I remember um, when, the, uh, when there was all these protests against the war, um, a couple of months back, and uh, there was one guy, so there was a huge march in London, as you know, and they, they did these all around the world, didn't they? But there's hundreds, thousands of people in London. There was one guy, he was riding around on a three-wheeled bike, wearing a jester's hat, blowing a horn. <laughs> that was his form of protest against the was war. Was it like, what sort of horn was it? It was one of those sort of hunting horns. <laughs> <laughs> when um, he was showing him, he was saying, this is what I believe. Yeah. And if that doesn't change people's opinions, I don't know what will. But I like the idea of Bush, yeah, just about to invade Iraq, and just the news comes through from his chief of staff. And, and, and yeah. George, George, um, what is it? What is it? No, listen, no, seriously, we've got some information coming in from London. Go on. Um, I know you're thinking of invading Iraq. Definitely, yeah, why? Well, just think about it, because there's a guy riding around on a three-wheeled bike. Oh. He's not got the regular two, he's gone for three wheels. 
So okay, well listen, what's what's he wearing? I don't want to tell you what he's wearing. He's just what's he wearing on his head? Just he's just wearing his night. No, he's wearing a jester's hat. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, okay, no, well, well, calm down, calm down. It's not that bad. It's not going to uh, not going to change my opinion about. He's blowing a horn. Okay, get the troops out. <laughs> get the troops out now. <laughs> Uh, what do it's they think pointless. You've got to get involved in the. I saw a, woman, a girl once again, a teenage girl. I was behind her on the tube, and she had this bag, like a rucksack, and it was kind of black, and it had um, painted in tipex. It had uh, a picture of of George Bush, but he was kind of in the sights of a of a rifle, you know. And it sort of said "Stop the War," and it had a Barbie's head, but it was severed, and it kind of the hair was scraped back, and it was she'd been made up to look kind of devilish. And there was sort of CND signs, and there was you know "No to War" and all this, and it just, and and I sort of wanted to tap her on the shoulder and say. Are you actually getting involved in stopping the war, or have you been working mainly on this bag? <laughs> yeah, this that must have taken you at time. least a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. That, you could have been writing emails, you could have been getting a petition going. <laughs> oh dear, Carl, Carl. You, have you ever been into that sort of teenage rebellion, teenage protest? Um, what well, to sort of stop stuff going on in that? Yeah, yeah, or just you know making your your, your views heard. I, I don't, I don't really like people knowing what I'm thinking in that. Right. There's no way anyone can know what you're thinking. No, but even is with that experimentation, why you're doing a show where you spout off your nonsense ideas every week. No, no, but what I mean is, a like, team of surgeons could fiddle around in your head for a couple of days, and they still wouldn't know what you were thinking. No, I but, know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Exactly. You're, you're thinking of. Uh, you're thinking. Could a monkey ever be president at this moment? Aren't you? <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't like anyone that like all those badges that you're talking about. Like you know, save the whale and all that. I don't like the idea that when I get on a tube and someone sees that, they sort of know that I want to save the whale. I don't like people knowing, even to the point of... It gives you a disadvantage in life, doesn't it? But but just knowing stuff like when you get on a tube and say if you've been shopping, right, and you've had to buy an ironing board, I hate it that people sort of look at what you've got and go, oh, he's doing some ironing. Right, okay. That's got to be rare. I mean, you can't have bought more than five or six ironing boards no, no, in your but, adult but life. No, no, I don't mean just ironing boards. I mean, like, right. anything big where they can't wrap it, so they just put a carrier bag around a little bit of it, and right. everyone can see what you've just it's bought. It's weird, because I bought an ironing board last week from Argos, and, and I did, did feel it, a little bit self-conscious. There you go. Because I thought, I thought people thinking, he's 30, why hasn't he got an ironing board yet? Yeah. No I, I, he's a scruffy bastard. I pretend I'm going surfing whenever I buy an ironing board. I just make sure I go in, <laughs> in Bermuda shorts and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just walk down the street like, I and I go, surfing USA. And they think, they think, hey, there's a dude going to the beach. I pop on a bus to go and do some ironing. Yeah. Wait, but, wait what's that on his t-shirt? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he's radical. I, um, I, I get still faintly embarrassed buying toilet paper. Yeah. I always have to buy something else to go with it. Yeah. I don't like, because if you just a buy newspaper. that on its own, <laughs> if you buy it on its own, it's obvious that you've, you're, you're dying for yeah. one, yeah. and <laughs> it's like, I haven't got any in. Yeah. Whereas if you just chuck it in with a pot noodle, it's like, well, he's eating, and he's thinking about later, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. If that, you buy it on its own, you know that you've got none in the house, and you've just rushed across the street definitely. to get some. Especially if you're still in your slippers. <laughs> well, that's about it for another podcast, um, and a new one in a, in a week's time after Christmas, so, um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Have an absolutely blinding Christmas. 
or a lovely whatever festival you um, celebrate in your part of the world um, from Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington. If you want to send us anything, uh, as ever, the email address is podcast at rickygervais.com. You can email uh, just your thoughts on the show, if you've got some monkey news for Carl or anything you think might intrigue Carl or indeed maybe just some Christmas wishes, then that's the email address podcast at rickygervais.com. I would like to wish a particularly... Merry Christmas to those guys at Positive Internet oh. for all their genius input and good work um, hosting this podcast. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. 